There's nothing novel <laughs> about being over 30 and knowing how to cook. Yeah. They'd be like, I'm 35 and I'm a really good driver. I've been driving for 20 years. If I'm a bad driver at this point, I'm a terrible person. Yeah. There's nothing else in my life I've done as long as driving. I've, I've been reading. Masturbating. And, masturbating <laughs> and driving. Those are my three strongest <laughs> skills as a man. everybody welcome to a brand new episode of save it for the show with dan and eddie this is episode 179 of your favorite podcast where every week eddie my brother-in-law and i sit down we have fun we make each other laugh we make you laugh eddie we're back in the studio back up in this bitch man for the past couple weeks we've had to record in the mini studio my closet yes (laughs) but now we're back in the proper studio we're sitting side by side again you know before we were sitting at a card table face to face Mm kind of like an interrogation scene in law and order (laughs) and now we're sitting at a desk both facing forward i miss looking at you i do too yeah it's uh it it was nice to be able to look into your eyes and Mm -hmm. and really see the emotion in the words that you're saying there's a lot of emotion eddie (laughs) now it's more like driving a car you know, we're looking yeah. forward, we turn left, you turn right, <laughs> every once in a while we lock eyes, we laugh, and then yeah. we look away, and we get back to the show. So here we are. Here we are. Feeling good? Yep. Feeling great? I'm coming off a great weekend. Yes. Because it was my birthday, mm-hmm. Monday, okay, February 15th, and I got so many gifts from the listeners. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> But we did get lots of nice tweets. Nice. And I got a bunch of nice emails. And the funniest thing is a good deal of my real life friends listen to the podcast now. Mm-hmm. And so on my Facebook wall, quite a few people, you know, you get these happy B-Day, yeah. happy B-Day. And it does kind of make me laugh. Some of the people that do write on my wall that I haven't talked to at all. Yeah. And I kind of think you know, there were these people who just every day log on to Facebook type happy birthday, and move on. Mm. That's fine. I really didn't care. It still made me feel kind of good to be like, oh, Sharon. Hey, Sharon said, what's up? (laughs) Hey, Sharon. But there was a bunch of people who also said something like, happy birthday, you know, hope tonight, PGW. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially talking about my wife's P, getting W on Facebook, which is my friends and family. So I really appreciated that, though. That PGW, pussy got wet. <laughs> and then somebody, I don't remember if it was Nick, I, or maybe my friend Zach, real-life friend of mine, mm-hmm. wrote PGW, PSW. There it is, pussy man. Pussy got wet, pussy stay wet. <laughs> and that's that. Yeah. So that was really fun, and I really appreciate that. So thank you, everybody, for the nice messages. I'm 35. Man. 35. 35. Wow. So I'm old. We're having a good time. And I have a podcast with you <laughs> and nothing to show for it. So let's see. What did I do? It was also Valentine's Day, which I've talked mm-hmm. about, which just, you know, was a weird thing. Plus, it was on a Sunday. But since everyone got Monday off, this was kind of, I think, a killer weekend. Everyone for... got Monday off, Dan? Oh, you sorry. asshole. Most people. <laughs> Most people. I can't believe your corporate job didn't get President's Day off. Yeah, I don't really understand that either. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe because it's kind of like a global mm. uh, business. Yeah, but then you would get like you know, 
uh, Azerbaijan Day off or something. <laughs> Chinese New Year. Chinese New Year. Yeah, you're the dragon. Yeah. Or monkey, rather. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, you were working like a stiff <laughs> on Monday while I was just cruising around for my birthday. Jeez, man. You know, I, a lot of people also, yeah, like they were talking about my wife. Like, I thought it was pretty funny, though, that people were wishing that I would get laid. <laughs> and yeah, I did. You were wishing you'd get I laid. I was too, wishing. So. And, you know, I do feel like a birthday sex is a little obligatory. Mm-hmm. Dog, I don't care. <laughs> you know, I'm not one of these guys that complains about. It. When I can get it, I take it. <laughs> nice. I grab it with both hands. I grab it. The vagina? <laughs> well, yeah. My, <laughs> my wife, it's it's a big one. So it's, it's two hands. Kind of like grips. Okay. No, I just, you, you got to go for it, though. Don't be one of these guys who gets all butthurt that your girl, you know, oh, man, you're just doing it because it's my birthday. So? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah like... I, for Valentine's Day, I was like, "Hell yeah, gonna get some!" Right, just because it's Valentine's Day, man. That's what that's what you do. Exactly. I don't know why you would be butthurt about that. No, you just take it, man. Yeah. And that's funny too about Valentine's Day is you can assume every married person you know is getting down. <laughs> yeah, getting nasty. <laughs> Parents. Yep. Grandparents, aunts, and uncles, and then watching The Walking Dead right after. Oh that's, yeah, that's how you do it. That was a great night. I bet you so many couples were like, "Honey, look." Maybe we order in a pizza <laughs> so we can watch The Walking Dead. I mean, really, like, I bet you a lot of people did that because you don't want to go out to a fancy dinner. Yeah. You want to watch your favorite zombie show. Yeah, definitely. Which I did. And uh, obligatory plug for The Dead Inside Show, my other podcast, mm-hmm. which a lot of folks now listen to this show from that show. Thank you. Yes. I wonder how many people left our show to go to that show. I bet it's a much smaller number. Uh. Give us a shout out and let us know, guys. Zen is an email. So don't don't forget your uh, demographic background. Yes, I need everything. (laughs) Are you white? Are you 33? Like, what's your story? (laughs) Dry guy. Are you dry? (laughs) Or do you jerk off moist and really enjoy yourself? So let us know about that. I did something. My parents were in town, too. Mm -hmm. My parents are great. I, I adore them. We have a great relationship. You know, they come here. We can have a drink. We can be honest with each other. You know, mm-hmm. I, I really value my relationship with my parents. And they took me out to dinner. So even though I'm 35, I still think it really tickles my parents, the cockles of their hearts, <laughs> to take their baby boy, Denny, out for a pizza pie. <laughs> so just like a child, my mom and dad came and they took me for pizza. So Friday night, we went to our favorite pizza place down the street. Incredible John's? <laughs> no, I'm kicked out of Incredible John's. They they have my picture on the wall. And no, definitely wasn't Incredible John's. And we should have gone there, though, especially because my parents were paying. Yeah, totally. That's the thing. Like, I, my dad just, I don't even reach for my own wallet at this point. I know he's paying for it. And then my mom actually has this really cool move, too, where when they come visit, she's like, let's go to the grocery store and get some wine and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hell yeah. (laughs) My mom, you know, foots the bill for the whole weekend. So that was a lot of fun. So we went to the restaurant. We had pizza. And part of going to a restaurant on your birthday, what's like the best part of it? Um, And as an ex-restaurant guy, it's probably the thing you hate the most. Yeah, getting a free dessert. Well, getting a free dessert. Blown out candles and stuff? Yes. Yeah. And having those poor waiters <laughs> and waitresses have to, they say, it's your birthday, yeah. how many more than you? I mean, how awful 
Like at the place I worked at, we didn't really do that. Yeah. But I feel like at PF Chang's, where you used to work, they kind of make a deal about it, right? No, not at PF Chang's. Oh, really? We were, it was too of? nice of a restaurant to do that at. Oh come on! Like, even, like you know how at some restaurants, if someone drops something and then everyone's like, "Oh," and claps and shit, right? You get your ass fucking shoot out if you did that at PF Chang's. If you are a waiter and you do that at any restaurant, <laughs> I, that is the most passive aggressive bullshit <laughs> yeah. move. Let's clap at this poor guy who has to do this. So hold on. I, I guess I never really considered P.F. Chang's a nice restaurant. Yeah, man. It, it's, I, I feel like it's a chain. Yeah, it's a chain, but it's uh, it's like the only uh, like Americanized Chinese food besides Panda Express. Mm-hmm. So it takes that giant leap. <laughs> like there's no I guess so. real chilies of Chinese food. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're right. So it automatically just bumps it up. You're either like level. dirty local Chinese <laughs> or P.F. Chang's. Yes, exactly. Okay. All right. Well, hey, fancy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anyone's like taking a date to homecoming for PF Chang's. Oh, I've seen a lot of homecoming. Well, that person there's not there's no PGW <laughs> in that later on. You gotta at least go. You know, I, whenever I see someone at Cheesecake Factory, yeah, I always feel bad <laughs> for them. But where are you supposed to go? Like, I feel like to me, Cheesecake Factory costs as much as like a non-chain restaurant. Yeah, but it seems way too easy. A girl's gonna be pissed. Yeah, you gotta dig deeper, dog. <laughs> be a little more creative than Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> PF Chang's. PF Chang's, man. And then you see these poor high school girls. Like I'm in PF Chang's with my dumbass kids. <laughs> They're throwing rice everywhere. And then there's some 16 year old girl with a corsage on. Yeah. And her hair up. <laughs> Like, that's weird. Why do they want to be at P.F. Chang's? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. You, you know what's weird is uh, my wife, Kristen, mm-hmm. she said, like, for prom or homecoming, they, um, she was taken to the Excalibur's, um, like, night oh. dual mm-hmm. dinner thing. Yeah. Which is, you don't do that in nice clothing. Like, you don't go there. It smells like horse shit. Right. You have to eat with your hands. Yes. Because it's it's the olden days. And you can't drink because you're in high school. Yeah. So you don't get a flagon of mead <laughs> yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. So she said it was just the weirdest, dumbest thing to do. Yeah. And I would have to agree. What did she do with that guy? Did she have sex with that guy afterwards or kiss him? Did she kiss him, Eddie? <laughs> Find out who it is. I honestly don't think... I'm, I'm positive she didn't have sex with him. I don't okay, know if she thank kissed God. him, though. It might have been just a friend. I'm not positive. All right. Well, okay. Fine. fine. <laughs> I've been to that. It's actually pretty fun. I went with my kids. And that's what you do. You take your kids yeah. to something like that. Yeah. It's not a romantic thing. No. At all. Vegas is so messed up, man, when it comes to those high school dates. Yeah. yeah. Like, you got to take a girl, you got to spend $500 on her dumbass. Yeah. Here, you go to Chili's. <laughs> yeah. Go to Cheesecake Factory, and then you don't get a hotel room. No. Like, what hotel are you going to stay at here in Sac? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, the Hyatt downtown? That's probably the nicest, right? I mean... I think there's, like, one four-star hotel... Like, if you do one of those Travelocity things and say, I'll take any four-star hotel in Sacramento, there's only one. Yeah. And you get it. Is it the Hyatt? Is it? or I think think it's, yeah, I think it is. Or the Hilton? The Hilton. There's a Hilton. Oh, what about Thunder Valley, dude? Isn't that place supposed to be kind of Vegas-esque? You're right. Hotel-ish? Take a girl there. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) Take her to an Indian casino (laughs) or Native American casino. (laughs) Excuse me. And then you're definitely getting some ass <laughs> ass that night. Oh, boy. So here's the issue, though. You go to the restaurant, mm-hmm. and 
you go, this is a good tangent we have there. <laughs> you go to a restaurant and you want to get sung to because it's obnoxious and it's funny and you're embarrassed and you kind of sit there like, oh, you guys, you shouldn't have done that, but you better do it. Yeah. And your mom does that move where she's like, "I'm excuse me, I need to go to the restroom. And she walks away <laughs> and you try to act like you don't see her talking to the hostess, like whispering to the yeah. hostess, it's my son's birthday. And so they brought me a piece of cake and not only did they not sing, but there was no birthday candle. Really? Yes. So basically they brought me cake. Like, <laughs> hey, we heard it's your birthday. Here you go. And the real clincher, they charged my dad for the cake. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. It's so your birthday, man. It was like a triple whammy of no song, no candle, and it wasn't free. <laughs> I mean, look, I know I talk a lot about I like the deals and I like to get the freebies, but that's not why. Like, I know there's probably plenty of people who go to restaurants and say like, oh, yeah, it's my birthday to get some free shit yeah they would be upset because my dad got the bill and he's like hey the cake's on here <laughs> the cake wasn't free how much how much was the cake was it, it reasonably priced it was 80 dollars, <laughs> and it was a piece of carrot cake oh okay right that's yeah so Egypt, man. it was just not not what i expected yeah or wanted and then i did this move so that was friday my birthday was on monday mm -hmm. so essentially we kind of started celebrating my birthday on friday and i was pretty obnoxious about it because i'm not that kind of guy like i don't like to drag things out uh even though i have a, a show with you or we love attention yeah <laughs> and we want nothing more than people to give us attention i really don't like it and so i don't love like oh it's my birthday like everyone needs to kiss my ass all day yeah. long but i did this year <laughs> mostly just to piss my wife off i was just like it's my birthday weekend i'm not picking up this shit i'm not changing a diaper it's my birthday weekend and all the way up until even this morning <laughs> when i got up i was like it's my birthday week she's like no we've been celebrating your birthday since friday it's over and but it was a great weekend nice it was a great great weekend um, the other thing that made me mad is for Valentine's Day, I saw a lot of people on social media who did a nice thing. They, instead of going out to your PF Changs, mm -hmm. they said, girl, I'm going to cook for you. Okay. I'm going to make you a meal, which is ruined in a house like yours and mine mm -hmm. because we cook for our wives all the time yeah. and we're both pretty good cooks. Yeah. So, you know, I think there's a lot of couples on Valentine's Day who are headed for divorce, who this is like the <laughs> one day a year. That the dad, the <laughs> husband's like a good guy. Yeah. And it was, see, those guys are doing it right, though. <laughs> you and I are good guys 364 days a year. And then on Valentine's Day, that's when I want to be an asshole. <laughs> that's when I'm going to be like, look, I'm doing shit, girl. We're good all year. Yeah. It's not like, okay, I got you some shitty flowers from the grocery store, a box of Russell Stover's, and, you know, I burned you a steak. Yeah. And some, I made some mashed potatoes. Like, Making a mashed potato and steak is pretty easy. <laughs> so this idiot that I follow on Facebook is like, yo, girl been working hard, so I made her a great dinner for Valentine's Day. And for, first of all, it was the biggest, most gaudy steak I've ever seen. <laughs> it's huge. It was like a steak you would get from a casino okay. in Las Vegas Yeah, that's so big and huge, you think to yourself, I want to see the size of this cow. <laughs> like, this cow was on more hormones than, you know, uh, a... A pro baseball player. <laughs> but it was gross. So it's like one of those steaks that if you can finish the whole thing, your meal is free. Yes, like it, it was cartoonish. <laughs> so the steak was so huge. And then the side was clearly like a frozen vegetable medley. <laughs> like nobody cubes carrots perfectly, yeah. corn, peas, 
No. Like, nobody <laughs> makes that. Who cooks with peas? Peas are garbage. <laughs> I hate peas, dude. Yeah. So this guy didn't go out his way to make a winter medley of vegetables. <laughs> he got one of those bullshit things where you, like, clip a hole in it and throw it in the microwave. Yeah. Dumped it on a plate. Put some Parmesan cheese on it. And was like, girl... <laughs> Boom. Was it freshly grated Parmesan cheese? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt it. And then he had a baked potato sitting there. It didn't have any fixings on it. Like, it'd be one thing if it had some chives. Yeah. Not green onion, but he actually got chives. <laughs> no. It was just sitting there with the winter medley and a completely overdone, huge steak. <laughs> and he thought he was just set. Oh, dude. He posted it with all these emojis. <laughs> like, did my girl right this week? <laughs> got that pgw got that pgw clearly he's not a listener of the show and oh god maybe he is that'd be be so funny (laughs) and yeah he thought he was great and so the thing is when you get to be when you're 21 like my wife and i i used to think i was such a great cook because i would get these things that were called dinner in a bag okay and maybe you remember these i do maybe they still make them i think they're made by bertoli yeah and it's in the frozen aisle it's like pre-cooked chicken penne pasta, probably peas and tomatoes, and you just dump it in a fucking frying pan and then pour sauce on it, and you're like, I cooked, I cooked, girl. I mean, that's essentially why Tasty, yeah, all yeah. those Tasty videos are so popular, because all you have to do is open up a roll of Pillsbury biscuits, chop it up, put Parmesan cheese on it and tomato sauce, and give it a fancy name. Yeah, That's not cooking. It's really not. I think it's great. And I've made a handful of those recipes. They're fun. They're dumb. Mm-hmm. And they're full of yum. <laughs> so, Brought to you by Tasty. By Tasty. New sponsor of the show, Tasty. So anyhow, that's not cooking. I thought I was the best cook. I'd be like, Nicole, it's Tuesday. You've been working hard. Dinner in a bag on meat versus going out to eat or getting fast food yeah. or something awful like that. However, if you're 30 and you still consider that cooking, you're fooling yourself, man. <laughs> that is not cooking. No. And that's not baking. That's like, just you get your shit together. There's nothing novel <laughs> about being over 30 and knowing how to cook. Yeah. That'd be like, I'm 35 and I'm a really good driver. I've been driving for 20 years. <laughs> if I'm a bad driver at this point, I'm a terrible person. Yeah. There's nothing else in my life I've done as long as driving. I've, I've been reading. Masturbating. And, <laughs> masturbating and driving. <laughs> Those are my three strongest <laughs> skills as a man. So if you're 30 and you're over 30 and you don't know how to cook, that's on you. It is, man. And if you can cook great, welcome to being an adult. Yeah. And like you don't even have to know how to cook everything. Just figure out a couple key things that you're really good at. And right. You can kill it whenever you want. Be like, oh, this is this is my jam. This is what I know how to cook. Mm-hmm. And then like if you have a potluck, bring that shit, man, because you yeah. perfected that. And they're like, oh, Eddie brought his chili. <laughs> oh, boy. And then the rest of the week, you just eat chicken breasts yeah. <laughs> yeah. or something. You know what? That's a good thing, actually, if I think about it. Learn to use a grill. Yeah. Because if you can grill a hamburger, a chicken breast, a steak, a tri-tip, all you need, that that's like your main. You throw together your winter medley of yeah. vegetables <laughs> that your kids never eat. And you say to them every fucking time, like, eat your stupid vegetables. And then you're a cook all of a sudden. Yes. Oh, boy. All right. Well, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Drop it science right now, son. You know, I'm just telling you, that and slow cooking. 
Yes. You know? Yeah, totally. Slow cooking. For any young guys out there who want to impress a gal or vice versa, if you're a woman, I think there's a lot of pressure for women to be the one that cooks. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. It's one of those weird things where stereotypically the women are supposed to cook all the meals at the house. However, most celebrity chefs and the most famous chefs in the world are men. Yeah. And that may be because of, you know, like societal <laughs> bullshit. But either way, I learn to cook. It's a great thing. Slow cooking is a great way to sort of pretend to be a good cook. Mm -hmm. Just dump it in there. <laughs> Set it and forget it. It's essentially a meal in a bag, except it's real ingredients. Right. Like, and they're not like pre-cooked. No. Yeah. And it's easy. Yeah. You come home from work and your house smells like a restaurant and then you just eat it. <laughs> you eat it. Yeah. Just eat that shit, guys. Hey, every week, Eddie and I are going to start sharing a recipe. <laughs> Save it for the stove. <laughs> Is the name of our cooking show. Awesome. You and I would have a good cooking show. It'd be this, <laughs> except we'd be cooking I while think, we did this. I think my wife made That was your wife. <laughs> she something like she that. made that up. <laughs> Say it for the stove. Yeah. That's totally hers. She gets credit for that. So when we get rich enough to where we only do the show full time, mm -hmm. that'll be our cooking show. Yeah, totally. Where you and I have this thing and we have one of those cool open kitchens and we make tasty recipes. <laughs> That's what we do. We just make the tasty recipes. <laughs> we don't do our own. That's and rename them. Right. With a sieve show theme. Mm hmm They're all nasty. Let's, let's like do it, man. Dick mouth stew. <laughs> and I don't know. Eddie's dad's something. Fighting <laughs> cocks. Fighting it's cocks, a, yeah. It's game hand. Right. <laughs> Roasted game hand. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds great. All right. What else is going on? I feel like I have to talk about Kanye West. Yeah. I just have to. The man is impossible to not talk about. Like, I don't know other than Jesus H. Christ or maybe Donald <laughs> Trump. Like, Kanye West tweets. Tweets. Mm -hmm. And it's a news story. Yeah. Like, who else has that? Yeah. Power. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is him just trolling everyone. So do I. Because, yeah, because some of the shit he says is fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah. And it's just, and he knows exactly what he's doing. He's 100%. got a new fucking album coming out, so yeah. it can't be hurting him. No, so. do the math. He's also trying to have that title company, yeah. which is a complete failure. Yeah, do something, and that this is probably I think what they needed to sort of like help a little bit. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is, yes, if you're one of these people that runs around saying how terrible and stupid the Kardashians are, mm -hmm. how dumb, and how Kanye does terrible music, you you just make yourself look foolish. Yeah, you really do. And I don't care if you're like a six year old white person, you look even more foolish. <laughs> like if you can't appreciate the hustle and the know-how and the ingenuity that these people have to yeah. stay relevant. Look at our world and how, like, on a, even, like, on a, a Z level, even guys like you and me have, like, a tiny bit of notoriety. Mm -hmm. So for a guy like Kanye West, where it wasn't 20 years ago when there was 100 celebrities, there's 100,000 yeah. celebrities right now. Totally. So for him to stay as, like, him and his wife as, like, two of the most relevant celebrities out there... Mm -hmm. That's an insane undertaking. Yeah. Insane. I mean, staying relevant in this day and age is next to impossible, but they do it. Yeah. And like you said, if you're a 60-year-old white person talking about Kanye West, he's obviously doing something right if you're talking about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so. You don't get it and you don't understand it, but you should appreciate it and just walk away from it. Yeah. Don't be one of these people who's like posting memes on Facebook about, you know, White History Month. <laughs> And how I remember Run DMC and, you know, uh, what's that other, uh, Tribe Called Quest. Mm -hmm. Like, that's real rap. 
Who do you think Run DMC listens to right now? (laughs) He's probably fucking, he loves Kendrick Lamar. He loves Kanye West. Like all those people that you have sort of like as a white person idolized Mm -hmm. as like this great hip hop. They love Kanye West. Yeah. Because they like good music. So anyways, that guy knows exactly what he's doing. The other thing I think is really funny is how he, I think he's been pretty real too. Yeah. Like he's doing something that most celebrities don't do where they need money to do things. Mm-hmm. He's not broke. No. He's filthy rich. He can do whatever he wants, but he doesn't have money to, you know, start a clothing line or open a restaurant or who knows what the shit he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And he's in debt because he does all this crazy stuff. So again, you just look silly when you're on the <laughs> internet making fun of him for being broke. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. Let's like well, 50 cent. He, he, filed for bankruptcy or mm-hmm. something like that and everybody was like jumping on him like oh if right. he's broke he ain't got no money dude he filed right. for bankruptcy that doesn't mean he's broke man right. there's a huge difference exactly you know how like all of these people have like offshore accounts so they don't seriously get, like, taxed and shit like that dude they got money somewhere oh yeah they all do yeah there's so much money floating around and that's the thing too like it's easier to be a billionaire today mm-hmm. than it is to be a millionaire in a really weird way. Yeah. There's this guy. Did I talk about this on last week's show? This, like, uh, he gave a TED Talk about basically how it's called the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. So. Oh, man. it's First of all, it's 15 minutes, mm-hmm. which is an eternity for an internet video, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially some talking head. Because I feel like we've all been hit over the head nonstop with these TED Talks. And this, it was this professor's dying day. You'll never believe the lecture they got. Yeah. Like when you see a video of some jackass on a stage, and even if your friend shared, you're like, ugh, <laughs> I don't want to watch this. Yeah. 15 minutes? <laughs> Are you crazy? But I'm telling you, this thing is so worth watching. It's this professor from NYU, and he discusses how Google, Amazon, Facebook, and shit. Who's the other one? Who's like the other Apple and Apple? Okay, those four companies own so much wealth, mm-hmm. it's insane to think about. Like, their capital is as much as like all of Eastern Europe. Damn, it, it's like an insane amount of money. They all have so much money, and it's it's weird, yeah. And it creates these like really weird power struggles. You know, it was just, it was just it's really, really good. It's really worth your time, and and yeah, I'll I'll post a link to it. Like I, I can't stress it enough. And the guy giving it has he knows he has fifteen minutes. And he's like breathless. He's like talking so fast. Oh really? Like when it finishes, you're just like, oh my god! Like whoa! <laughs> like you're like whoa! Like that was just something. I just watched something. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. Awesome, man. Yeah. Check so, that out. anyways, that should be my story. <laughs> I'm struggling this week for a story, but bottom line is. Don't be that guy on Facebook with an opinion about Kanye West. Just kind of enjoy the ride. The guy is, I think, even this is kind of his art. Yeah. Him being weird and yeah. out there and saying he might fuck Taylor Swift. You really think he thinks that? <laughs> I mean, come on. Don't be such yeah. an idiot. He knew people would get pissed off about that. Right. Yeah. It's like James Franco and his weird art shit that he does. Right. Like, like go doing what do you do like general hospital or something like that for a while because oh, he did wanted he? to challenge himself or some shit that guy's exactly the same yeah exactly right doing he's weird shit doing weird shit to stay relevant to be cool just trying something yeah so so yeah and look i'm not even a huge kanye west fan i like his music mm-hmm. like as a person but i really appreciate what he's doing as a as an artist and 
So be it. I'm, gonna, I'm a Kanye apologist. <laughs> Am I going to sign up for title? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Who? Who's signing up for title? Obviously nobody. They're doing horrible. I guess uh, I'm a Spotify guy. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so, so there's that. All right, speaking of story, so do you want to do this? We got a new segment on the show where every week, you know, it, it's feeling kind of silly because we share lots of stories <laughs> yeah. as this, this show goes on. But every week, Eddie and I try to bring a story to the show to sort of enjoy. Maybe it's interesting. Maybe it's something you think, oh. It's almost like a, a Today I Learned, I guess, Yeah, which is a, a popular subreddit in Reddit. But Eddie, what's your story this week? So my story um, is about uh, ER visits that um, happen because of foreign objects that get stuck in your rectum. Oh, okay. So this, uh, the person that wrote the article downloaded data from 2009 to 2014 mm-hmm. and then sifted through all of that. And found out there were 17,968 ER visits because of foreign objects in someone's ass. Wow. And then um, they created this... And like, real quick, just so that's 17,000, that had to go to the ER. That doesn't include the 800,000? <laughs> yeah. That they just sort of figured it out. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. Or they were in the car, and on the <laughs> way there, the guy had second thoughts, and they went back home. Yeah. So yeah, 17,000 is still a lot. And of that, um, 40% were sex toys of various types. Sure. 61% were different items. <laughs> and then so they collected all of this data and then uh-huh. they created this um, little thing where you click a button and then it just pulls up a random um, report from an ER. Oh, geez. So like this one says, 70-year-old male has metal rings stuck in rectal area, has been using a turkey <laughs> baster to flush it out. Um, foreign oh body removal from rectum and then you click <laughs> another one and it comes up 53 year old male with a lighter that he had put in his rectum because there are no lighters in jail oh my gosh yeah so and it's it's just interesting to see because they yeah. have like the er report and then uh, and there's tons of them and they're hilarious that sounds like i would like that tool for anything yeah like totally. drunken reports uh, anything with the doctor anything that's yeah. public knowledge like that that would be fun would yeah. be really interesting to look at we should start that website. Man. Yes, I'll hit up Mike Bodge. But um, I'll send you this link so you can post it. Okay. But yeah, it's it's pretty entertaining. That is entertaining. What's the deal with people that they like stuff up their butts <laughs> so bad? Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of that, I saw this GIF. You ever see a GIF? And you know people joke and say like, oh, I can't unsee that. Mm-hmm. I really can't unsee this GIF. <laughs> like I'm thinking about it right now and it's giving me a reaction <laughs> and it was some prolapsed anus situation oh. which is just if no one knows what that is consider yourself lucky yeah like if you're my mom bless your heart <laughs> thanks for the bottles of wine and you're listening to the show right now do not google prolapsed anus i think the slang term for that is pink sock is it pink sock i think it is yeah oh god <laughs> so use your imagination <laughs> And that, oh, and I'm thinking about the GIF editing. It's terrible. The pink sock came out, <laughs> and the other gal was doing things to the sock. Oh, it was, dude, it was just it was Eddie. A porno? Yes. Oh, okay. And that's disgusting. Here's the other thing. So on Reddit, when you look at something, it'll say, if it's in the subreddit slash WTF, you mm-hmm. figure it's going to be weird. Yeah. But a lot of times, things like that will have a not safe for work. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is insanely not safe for work. Oh, my God. Yeah. You click on that, and your boss walks by. <laughs> You're fucking fired like <laughs> and <that>. arrested. <laughs> Maybe. So, you know, I work from home and I was at a coffee shop the other day. This is a true story. <laughs> and I was just looking at Reddit, like waiting for a friend to meet me. 
And I was just look, looking around. <laughs> and I clicked on a couple of links where I was like, holy shit, wait. Like, what am I doing? They were like boobs or just like silliness. Mm-hmm. Nothing that would, you know, get me arrested. Yeah. No pro, no pink socks. <laughs> but I, I forgot. And I, I, there, you can't, there are things you cannot click at work. <laughs> you will, you, yes. If I send you a link to something and you clicked it at work, I guarantee you everything at your job they're looking at. Oh, yeah. My, my boss told me that. He's like, yeah. hey, just so you know, um, don't be clicking on, uh, nsfw stuff even if you right don't, it might be but it's not he's like don't click on that because everything gets sent to right the it or whoever but yeah, oh your like, host i was like fuck no i'm not gonna do that shout out to your dad for his shamali story because that kind of uh yes has something to do with this so. oh that's a classic that's such a good story. show story yeah if anyone hasn't listened to that episode new fans my i had my i interviewed my dad on the show gosh a hundred episodes ago yeah it was a while ago. or more and yeah, he shared a really funny, he has a corporate job and a shamali. <laughs> so anyhow, I can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Where are we going from here? Oh, your story. Yeah. Rectums. Why do people put stuff up their ass? Because <laughs> apparently it feels good. I don't know. Does it feel that good? I'm sure for some people, man. Yeah, but I mean, is it that great? Like, listen, I had sex with my beautiful wife. <laughs> respectful passionate wife god-fearing sex god-fearing sex i keep my eyes closed the entire time you know how jews wear the sheet i wear a comforter it's not even a sheet it's like this huge corduroy blanket that i've had since i was a kid and i can only have sex through this corduroy blanket that i've had for 35 years i mean that's not weird no that's just that's that's totally normal that's tradition and by this point it's not only that you can't wash it (laughs) i mean because that would be sacrilegious yeah i mean google that that's just what people do right the corduroy comforter oh god it feels so good eddie i'm the nanny (laughs) so anyways i had sex with my wife where was i going with this prolapse oh it feels great Mm -hmm. like it feels so great so are you mean to tell me that there's a way that I can make that feel even better by putting a metal ring up my butt? <laughs> like it must feel so good because why else would you risk doing something like that? Yeah. I mean, well, according to the movie Road Trip, I don't know if you've seen the movie Road Trip. Oh boy. Um, With Tom Green? Tom or, Green, yeah. I don't and, remember uh, it. Uh, the Stifler, the guy that played Stifler. And then uh, like that nerdy skinny kid. Yeah. I think was in that too. DJ yeah. something or something other. Something like that. Uh-huh. But anyway, so um, the guy that played play Stifler, what the hell is that guy's name? Sean something. Yeah. Anyway, he um, gets a finger stuck up his butt. I think it was at... Uh, um, Doctor or something? Yeah, but it was they were donating sperm. So it was a, oh. like a sperm bank and he couldn't like finish. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, I can help you with that. And she sticks her finger up his butt and apparently immediately milks him. Oh, like, gosh. Hits, hits yeah. the spot and he just involuntarily mm-hmm. comes everywhere. So is that real? I, if that's real, I mean, we're missing out. I know, man. So we should try that out maybe. Like right now. And <laughs> get out that Snapchat, son. Let's and, do this. Well, do you need to have a boner too? Like it would be really odd <laughs> <laughs> to come out of a flaccid dick. Well, maybe it all happens so quickly, like you instantly get a boner and then... Wow. I mean, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> that could like rip my jeans, yeah. Eddie. That would be pretty... It would be like a sad volcano <laughs> if, <laughs> to see a, a flaccid penis just gurgling out yeah. sad sad jism because I think you need a, a hard-on to really shoot it. So uh, Otherwise, <laughs> it just dribbles out. Your dick looks like one of those um, air dancing Yes, <laughs> exactly. With just like the saddest little geyser, just pip, pip, pip coming out. 
rolling down like an ice cream sundae <laughs> down the shaft. Oh. That actually sounds fantastic. Painting pictures right now. Oh, man. boy. I'm a storyteller, Eddie. <laughs> I'm like Mark Twain. All right. So great story. Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, definitely send me that link because that, yeah. sound, that sounds hilarious. So for my story, I would like to put something up my butt. <laughs> this microphone. Your microphone <laughs> that you're talking into, I had up my ass. It smells delicious. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> my story is actually kind of gross and about things like that, too. So do you hear about Peyton Manning yeah. and like his backstory here? <laughs> yeah. The hilarious. Well, not hilarious. Very inappropriate. Yeah. But you take a guy like that, who especially in the NFL is seen as this like golden boy. Mm-hmm. And after the Super Bowl, there was all this hubbub about like, you know, he's the, the knight in shining armor, the very respectable, great white quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then there's Cam Newton. That sore loser, <laughs> that thug, just you know, slouching in the locker room. Yeah, he walked away from that interview. People were so mean to him. Yeah, and you know, Peyton Manning did that same kind of horseshit, and it's a hundred percent because Cam Newton's black. Yeah, like if you're still rolling around not understanding that like white privilege is real, yeah, and that racism's not real. Like you are, your head is so far in the sand <laughs> that God bless you, because boy, you you're living in a certain reality yes, i don't understand definitely. but that's like that's a black and white version of that you know no pun intended mm. of how that shit's real so anyways Payton manning's a golden boy you know he's the best and he is a great person i'm sure i'm sure he's a, a philanthropist but when he was in college he was gross yeah like most college guys <laughs> and this poor trainer so in his high in his college football team there was a trainer who is also a trainer is like a way of saying, oh, it's like a doctor, mm-hmm. right? They like tape their ankles. If they get hurt, they take care of them. Yeah. They're not training them. This woman wasn't teaching them football, but she took care of them. She's in the locker room. She sees him naked. And I guarantee you there's sexual harassment like this in probably every locker room. Oh yeah. When they're making inappropriate jokes, but with this poor lady, they, they did way too much. I don't know why she didn't quit. Like yeah. I told my wife, I was going <laughs> to share this story. She's like, you don't really know much about it. <laughs> like, you're going to talk about this on your podcast. Like, you don't really understand the details of the case. Did you even read the article? <laughs> and I said, well, I skimmed it. You know, <laughs> sounds like you know more about it. Did you read this news article? I know. I I just watched something on. I don't know if it was. It was on YouTube. I don't know if it was oh. an ESPN segment or something like that. But they were just talking about what went down and how, mm-hmm. how he apologized and all that shit. Oh, he did apologize. Well, I mean. He he kind of has time, to, right? I, I mean, I don't know. Like he probably said sorry at the time, but you know, there still was that controversy with. Didn't he like try to have someone else take the blame or something like that? Oh, that. But what you know, that's what you do when you're, you know, a quarterback like that. You can't get in trouble. Yeah. Someone probably took the fall for him, and, and the school probably gave that person fifty grand. Yeah. Or something. Who knows what the story is? I'm doing a really bad job. <laughs> Eddie with this story. You guys can Google it. <laughs> Google that shit. But it just made me laugh too because then you take like Bill Cosby who's done this to like a hundred women mm-hmm. and you know he's getting the fifth degree but good old boy Peyton you know no, this is just getting swept under the rug. So yeah Google that shit. <laughs> Google that shit. Um, one thing I want to talk about real quick. My son Grant who is seven is doing the St. Baldrick's thing. Mm-hmm. You know, where you shave your head. You do it every week. Just <laughs> no one gives you money. Yeah. You know? Which kind of sucks. Sorry about that. Yeah. It wouldn't be funny if you're like, hey guys, I'm going to shave my head <laughs> for cancer. People would say, here's 50 cents. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but my son Grant has long hair-ish, and he's going to shave it off. He's raising money. So, look, 
I don't, I, I kind of feel weird asking for money for the show anyways, because at this point we're almost at a, at a situation where the show doesn't cost a lot of money. I've already bought all the equipment. Mm-hmm. We have server hosts, whatever we're making things. So if you don't want to give money to us for the podcast, give some money to my son for charity. <laughs> For charity. Well, <laughs> it's not like I have a PayPal link here. <laughs> like, I'll post a link to my son's page mm-hmm. on St. Baldrick's, and let's let's get him money. So when he goes out on stage, <laughs> it's like, wow, this kid made two grand. How did he do it? Well, his dad has a filthy podcast, <laughs> and all of his listeners gave the young man money. And I don't think they have to yell out the donors' names. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty funny. If people's names were like, you know, Amanda Hug and Kiss and Hey, Would You Blow Me? <laughs> PGW. PGW. Yeah, that'll be funny. Dick so, Mouth McGee. Dick Mouth McGee pledged $25. <laughs> so if you want to do that, if you'd rather give your money to a good cause, then do that. Yeah. So I uh, will post a link to that. I'm touching my hair right now. My hair's really long, too. I need to get a haircut. St. Baldrick's, man. Dude, I would. And you know what? I did St. Baldrick's like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And my kids and I made like three grand <laughs> because I used it as sort of like a, a business thing. I, I reached out to people. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm doing this with my kids. And it's, you know what? This was probably actually four years ago before it was kind of popular. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's pretty popular. It's a bit of a critical mass. So back then it was even cooler. I did it. Here's the sad thing. I'm going to South by Southwest this year. <laughs> Listen to this shit. So I've never felt bad about being a dad in terms of things I've had to miss. Mm-hmm. It's part of the deal. But normally, you know, things are at night, like mm-hmm. a, a play or a school function. They're very easy to see. Well, this St. Baldrick's thing is on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And then my son, who is an amazing piano player, he's like the star of a piano recital. That's on Saturday. Guess which week I'm going to South by Southwest? I'm going to miss St. Baldrick's, Eddie, and I got to miss the piano recital. That sucks, man. And I kind of feel like I cannot, well, first of all, I have to go. Mm -hmm. Can't not go to this stupid conference. But I do feel like this is the first time in my kids' lives, especially with my son's piano recital, I'm missing something that he's going to be aware of. Yeah. Like, dad's not here. Dad's at work. You know, (laughs) cat's in the cradle in the silver spoon. (laughs) I mean... This could, this could be a turning point. It could be, man. You come back and he just hates you. Right. That's, yeah. He's got a nose ring. <laughs> he calls me Dan now. <laughs> I mean, I really do feel very guilty about it, but I just, he understands and he's like, no, no, it's okay, dad. I get it. And of course, Nicole, my wife is just like, this is ridiculous <laughs> that you have to go to this stupid thing. And she's right. We should get a, a mask made of your face, and then I can go <laughs> in your place. I can uh, sit on my wife's shoulders so I can be as tall as you. Okay, you're and then, <laughs> wear like an overcoat? Yeah, totally be you, man. I don't think that would be uh, that would be better. <laughs> that wouldn't be weird. Like, you or, know. Or, dude, I can, we can go, and then I'll bring an iPad, and you can FaceTime it. I'll just hold you up like John Cusack in that movie with the boom. Now you're talking. Yeah. You should definitely periscope it for me, yes. at least. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing, too. It's like, is that even weirder where I have to tell my wife, like, record it, or face, FaceTime me in, you know, I gotta, <laughs> gotta see it. So I feel bad. But anyhow, I can't shave my head, or I would. I feel like it'd be cool, because I'm not going to be here. God damn it, Dan. So, all right. So make me feel better about <laughs> being a bad dad by giving money to my son. Yes. All right, please. Uh, let's see. The show's almost over. All right, geez. Should we do a couple quick questions before we, yeah, we, we say goodnight? All right, let's see here. 
Um, the show's been gross. Oh, you know what? This is this is kind of relevant okay. to what we've been talking about. Okay, this is a great one. My name is Gary, and I'm an ad sales rep for a New York-based agency, and I'm in charge of our Coca-Cola account. My teenage nephew recently told me how much he loved your show. We currently have a campaign attempting to target his demographic, and I wanted to know if you'd be interested in having Coca-Cola sponsor your show. My nephew told me how much you like to fuck inanimate objects, like shampoo bottles and couches, so I think your show would resonate perfectly with this demographic. Our preliminary concept involves you fucking a Coke product. Can be bottle or can, but we're open to ideas. Please contact me at your earliest convenience if you're interested. Sincerely, Gary. He didn't leave an email because I'm very interested. <laughs> Surprising, yeah. Totally. I mean, Eddie, this could be our big break. <laughs> you know, luckily your boy Dan here, I my dick is too big <laughs> for a Coke bottle. That's pretty small. Yeah. I mean, that's sad. I'm sorry. What if it's uh, one of the uh, the big mouth bottles? Don't they have? Well, I'm talking. Well, how about a Sobe? <laughs> they still make Sobe. Okay. <laughs> how many kids defiled a Sobe bottle? Oh man. Does anyone even know what that is? The, the lizard? Yeah. Are Sobe still around? I'm not sure. I haven't bought a drink from a gas station yeah. in a while. It's been a while. Yeah. But yeah, I guarantee you, though, lots of seed was spilled inside a Sobe bottle. Oh. Did I talk about fucking a shampoo bottle in the show? Maybe I have. I feel like that's a pretty uh, normal kid move. Yeah. You stick your dick in anything. <laughs> anything. Well, look, a can might hurt. You know, I don't want to rough up my, my ding dong. Yeah. I already got a very sensitive Miatus. Everybody knows that. <laughs> but I'm willing to do it. It would probably burn a little bit. You know, can I pour the Coke out? No, you know what? I want the, the Coke in. You gotta, well, you gotta, Yeah. It has to be a full Coke, mm-hmm. and it's got to be a tight fit. Right. So as you finish, it shakes up the bottle. You pull the bottle off, and that explodes. Oh, as well. it's and like it's a just, double thing. Yeah. Just all right. Always Coca Cola. I like it. Yeah. I like it, Gary. <laughs> Have your people call my people, and let's do this. Yeah, totally. Let's do this. Coca Cola, the taste of a new generation. <laughs> Save for the show. Coca Cola. <laughs> Squarespace. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Brought to you by Save for the Show. All right. Any other people listening? You know, if anyone is listening that does have any sort of access to a company that whether it's funny mm-hmm. or real, like the Man Packs thing, or yeah. didn't we do some snack thing once? I need yeah. to look more into those. Crave, wasn't it? The, uh... Crave. Oh, no. Crave. Is that horseshit jerky company yeah. that I wanted to sponsor us? Uh, okay. <laughs> they sent us some freebies, and they were kind of like, "Look, here's some free jerky." Yeah, y- you don't have to talk about us <laughs> on your podcast. Just, leave us alone. <laughs> Just yeah, don't contact us again. <laughs> no, we we need to. You got your free knife. Yeah. So if anyone out there has any access, oh, whoops, our our theme music's playing already. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is where we did the real treat. We forgot. Oh wait, no, we didn't. We're not a real treats. I feel like we're all over real treats already, Eddie. <laughs> So, listen, if you have access to somebody like that, Mm -hmm. send us a note. And we will talk about your product. We'll have fun with it. Sponsors love this show. Yeah. We'll lie about it if need be. Yeah. Put our dick in it. Let's do it, man. Whatever we want. All right. Got ahead of us. Put it up our butts. Put it up our butts. If you want us to. You know, add us to that 17,000 people (laughs) who are doing a thing. Let's keep talking. You know, somebody, uh, a good listener of the show, Nick, Sent a funny story. Um, since we're talking about dicks and stuff, mm-hmm. which is very off-brand <laughs> for us, uh, we'll do this and then we'll do our real treats. He sent us a funny story 
where he's a great listener because he's really spreading the gospel. Yeah. You know, he's telling people about the show, and I really, really appreciate that. And so we got some guy that he works with who goes by Mag, which is short for maggot. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What? You're right. But it's, it's an affectionate name. But he's an older gentleman, okay. which I think is awesome. So I don't know how old he is. He's in his 50s or 60s. <laughs> he's listening to the show and loving it. Nice. And Nick shared a funny story where I guess Mag has a huge dick, <laughs> just a huge one. Okay. And a coworker of his put on it. He rides a Harley. Mm-hmm. So on the back of his helmet in lettering, they wrote super penis. <laughs> and he cruised around town not realizing that he had this on his hat. <laughs> yeah. And I guess people were waving at him and like, hey, what's up? That's awesome. You know, and so Nick asked if you've ever pu- pulled a prank on a coworker. I had a hard time thinking of one. Have you ever pulled a prank? On anyone, for that matter. Um, like, in, in the same realm as that, um, yes. In college, um, we've talked about uh, Lemon Party on the, on the show before. Right, that meme. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. me and, and me, a couple I don't know, Is that a meme? Not really. It's, it's just like a, like a web page. Like a thing. That just has. Yeah. yeah. So, we printed out, like, tons of these um, mm-hmm. Lemon Party images. And we put them, like, all over my friend's notebook in his class book. We put it like stuffed his backpack with it. Oh man! We taped it on the back of his jacket and all that stuff. And he said he went to class and he like opened up his book and it was like right there. So oh. he, he like turned the page and then there was another. One. <laughs> <laughs> and he said like the the chick next to him just started laughing and shit. But that I mean I wasn't there to witness the the fruits of my labor. Yeah. But it sounded like it worked well. Yeah. But that's probably the only like real big prank like that that I've ever done. That's really funny. And so yeah, lemon party isn't like old men sixty nineing or yeah, it's like gang banging each other. Elderly dudes gangbanging each other, yeah. Which is pretty funny yeah. to think about. Actually, I, I, I just thought of one that I did, which was really terrible. I've, I've shared this on the show before, too, where it was like a homecoming rally. Mm-hmm. And my friend Alex and I, I don't remember whose idea it was. I think it was mine. We deep, not deep, um, caramel dipped mm-hmm. onions. <laughs> and we told all the homecoming girls at the assembly in front of the entire school, hey, girls, Whoever can take the biggest bite out of this caramel apple wins. And it was like, three, two, one, go. And they all bit it. Oh, my God. And it was a raw onion (laughs) underneath. How mean and terrible (laughs) of us to do that. And this one girl, I'll never forget, she hated me so much because (laughs) of this that every senior got an award and I got like meanest or most pessimistic senior or something. Yeah. Did she not like you beforehand and then just this just sealed the deal? I don't think she really liked me. Okay. Yeah. She probably wanted me. Probably. Eddie. Yeah. Where's she at now? So that was a bad prank. I felt pretty bad about that. Um, the other one time I remember at school too, remember disposable cameras? They're still around, mm-hmm. I'm sure. And if you ever found one, you would pick it up and you would like take pictures with it to like fuck with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> so a friend of mine took a picture of his buns. Okay. On some girl's camera, which I feel like now he'd go to jail for. <laughs> and then she she got it developed and brought it to school and was like, whose butt is this? And then we took it and photocopied it and put it all around <laughs> our high school, nice. which I really feel like you could never do a prank like that. Oh, no. Dude. You'd be on 2020. Yeah. Like, oh, there was a, a case where there were buns, a student's buns all over the school. Bullied for buns. <laughs> and then this poor girl who thought it was funny. You know, this maybe this is what happened with Peyton Manning. He's just like, no, no, look, man. 
I was just being cool yeah. with her. I think he like rubbed his taint on her, right? Or like he's put his whole yeah something gonads. putting yeah putting his his junk on her somehow. The whole thing. Yeah, I've done that. I used to do that to my friend Jordan. I would come up <laughs> behind him and I would just like tap my penis like on his shoulder, and I could never imagine <laughs> like I would never do it to you. Like and you look over your shoulder and like and my dick is like right by your mouth. No. Like maybe that's good. That's a pretty gay thing. I guess <laughs> I would do. Like I would kind of like rub my dick on my friend. Like I mean, it's pretty repressed. Yeah. Like you know, it sounds like it. Man. I think I'm coming out <laughs> right on, on the show right now. You're disgusted with putting stuff up your butt, and, right? And then your history of putting your dick on other men. Yeah. I think that just might be might be little signs of a uh, homosexuality. Man. I just I'm just like a major top. <laughs> I'm not a bottom. I'm just like a a, a pitcher, not a catcher. And so yeah, I feel for this this train. I would never ever do it to a woman. <laughs> oh god, you crazy! No, that's that's rape, man. That's right, borderline rape. Even a girl I was dating, like even my well, my wife, I'll do that too, <laughs> all day long. But it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Come on, Eddie, it's funny. Come on, you have a sense of humor. Oh boy. All right, let's uh, let's wrap it up. So let's see. It's the end of the show. I already ruined our, our theme song, <laughs> our real treat theme song. So every week, Eddie and I, as we wrap up the show, we share something from our lives that we enjoy, that's fun, and it's our real treat. We have a theme song, and here it is. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, on it's beating your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie, tell me what's a real treat. Man, we need more themes. That's so good, man. I want more. <laughs> we need a story theme. I, I don't know if we could ever get rid of I'll be sure, but maybe yeah. we should. <laughs> I mean, if if it's if if the theme is good enough, mm -hmm. we could totally get rid of I'll be sure. I love that this kid Zach made us something and it was actually really good. Yeah. Too. Because if it had been really bad, I'd have felt bad. <laughs> We'd have played it once and never again. But yeah. yeah. Shout out to you, Zach. Thanks for the theme song. And so yeah, so every week we share something that we enjoy. Eddie, what's your real treat this week? Uh, this week, my real treat is a movie that my wife and I watched over the weekend, and it was surprisingly entertaining. It was a fun movie. Yeah? It's called Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Oh, yeah? Okay. Have you, have you heard of this movie? No. It's about um, these three like high school kids. The real who, movie? Like, yeah. real stars? Um, Straight to DVD. Kind of. No, it was in, it was in the theaters. Okay. Um, the dude Blake from uh, Workaholics was oh, okay. in the beginning. And then um, the guy that played Champ in um, Anchorman, what's his name? Oh, Paul Rudd? No. no. Champ. Yeah, what's his name? Steve Carell? Oh. No. Who's Champ who? Who's Champ? Oh, David Koechner. Yes, that guy. Yes, yeah, yes, he's yes. in it. Okay. Um, and he's, he's the scout leader. Mm -hmm. But anyways, it's he's about funny. These, yeah, he's, he's really funny. It's about these three high school kids who are still Boy Scouts and... Um, they, they kind of want to get out of it. Mm -hmm. So it, long story short, they go camping and they come back to town and everyone's gone because they're all zombies now. Mm. And they have to save uh, the love of their life. But it's rated R and it's kind of like a mix between like American Pie and like Zombieland. Mm. So mm -hmm. it's like really gory, campy zombie movie. Sounds but good. There's um, like there's boobs, there's strippers in it. Love boobs. Um and the other uh, zombie inadvertently gets his penis ripped off, and it's a like probably the most hilarious scene in the movie. Yeah, but it was surprisingly good, and, and my wife really liked it too. So that's always a good out. sign. Yeah, when both of you like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, zombies have dicks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they probably sh they're probably one of the first things to go, <laughs> right? Because they shrivel up and fall off. Yeah, do do they? I guess <laughs> is that what happens? 
I mean, I can't imagine that the zombies get boners. No, they probably don't get boners, but I don't imagine like their dick just dries up if the rest of their body hasn't yet. No, you're probably right. I, I blew my wife's mind over the weekend when we watched Walking Dead. And I said, you know what? The thing that annoys me about this show is the zombies eat, mm-hmm. but don't shit. Like all <laughs> the zombies either should have huge bellies yeah. full of flesh or they should have huge pants full of shit. <laughs> Because that's got to come out. <laughs> or they're vomiting it up, which there would be piles of vomit yeah, that's everywhere. True. None of those three things exist. <laughs> I think the show might not be realistic, Eddie. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> so the zombie dick gets ripped off. That sounds funny. Yeah, it's a good movie. That sounds funny. Okay, well, check it out. Yeah. My real treat is something I haven't done in a while, and it's an actual treat. It's food. And I go to Costco probably once a month. And I love Costco. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is just like going to church for me. <laughs> it really is. You know, between the samples and this could, I, this, this could easily turn into stand-up right here. <laughs> you know, it's like you got the body of Christ, except <laughs> it's a, a piece of bread. And, you know, whatever. So well, Costco is the best. But there's things at Costco I feel like I buy that I would never buy. Mm-hmm. Mostly because they're big. But there's one thing in particular. Once a year, I splurge. Mm-hmm. And I buy this from Costco. And it's the pub mix. Okay. You've yeah. ever bought the pub mix? I've never bought it, Eddie? but I've had it, and it's oh, delicious. man. It is such a thing. Like, there is no reason to have that much pub mix in your house. So, unless you own a pub. Unless you own a pub. <laughs> yeah. Like, so the pub mix is if you go to a bar, and this is always a weird move. Like, I, I obviously love eating and drinking. Mm. Like, I think that's pretty clear. Probably more than my children. Yeah. But when you go to a bar and you're drinking, and they have those little things of nuts... It's seriously like a Sophie's choice of, do I eat these? Yeah. Like, how clean is this? My hands are filthy. Other people's hands are going in this, unless you kind of get your own. Yeah. And then you kind of hoard it. Like, you're like a little (laughs) hamster, like, eating your stuff. And then you say to people, well, I haven't had any food. Like, I I need some crackers. Like, I need this or I'm going to be really, really drunk. And and you love it. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the pub mix is. It's like a pretzel, some sort of cracker situation. Mm -hmm. like a little sesame seed ball there's those like really weird they look like gorilla um uh, fingernails you know (laughs) what i'm talking about yeah i don't know what these things are called yeah it's it's bread right like a dried yeah dried bread like a pumpernickel yeah sliced really thin yeah these all should have funny names like you know (laughs) fuzzy weasels and zim zambers like somebody like somebody should go through there and name all those things other than the pretzel rod (laughs) yeah so it's fantastic though Mm -hmm. and it's like chinese food where you can take a handful and you can enjoy each one (laughs) on its own and sort of savor the pretzel rod Mm -hmm. savor the bread thing or just throw it all in your mouth (laughs) and you're just chomping it down yeah and it just the flavors mingle together it's great and it's the kind of thing you normally only have at a bar Mm -hmm. Because you can't really buy it from a grocery store. Like you can buy Gardettos yeah. or Chex Mix, Gardettos. <laughs> but these jokes are probably hitting up with who, who the fuck eats Gardettos? <laughs> Anyways, unless you're like at the DMV and at a vending machine. like It's the dude who's making a steak and winter medley. <laughs> that guy. He's like, yo, man, I got the classiest snack around Gardettos. <laughs> And it sounds real classy, Gardettos, even though Doritos (laughs) sounds about the same. So anyhow, I never buy Gardettos from the grocery store because I'm not an animal. But once a year, 
for the pub mix. Mm-hmm. I bought it, and it's huge. I mean, it's seriously like a two-foot-tall container, <laughs> and it's dangerous yeah. to have in the house. Like, I find myself, like, we'll do the show tonight. We finish up, and I just kind of like like a ghost, like a hungry, <laughs> hung, like a hungry ghost. Everyone's asleep. I roam into the pantry. I take the lid off those Gardettos, and I just feast. <laughs> Like a zombie, (laughs) like a zombie with his dick cut (laughs) off, and I love it. Do you even realize that you're doing it, or do you just wake up in the morning? No. God damn it, I've done it again. You know what, though? I'm really having these feelings of, like, when I used to work out all the time, I feel like I would never have those impulsive moments Mm -hmm. where I would just destroy a thousand calories, (laughs) like in 10 minutes. Yeah. And in the moment while you're doing it, especially now that I do it more often than not, like your endorphins or your serotonin, like whatever's firing when you're enjoying food mm-hmm. in the moment. I'm like, no, nah, this is great. I'm not going to regret this. I feel fantastic. These taste so good. And then like an hour later, I'm in bed and I'm all, oh, why did I do that? You're so stupid. And in the morning I wake up when I feel kind of crummy. I have so much regret. Like I rarely regret drinking. Mm-hmm. I very rarely over drink. I just, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But lately I've been regretting just hitting those <laughs> snacks hard. Yeah. Hard dog. It's like, it's like masturbating, dude. It's like awesome <laughs> when you're doing it. And then when it's done, you're just kind of like, oh God, I'm kind of dirty. Exactly. Yeah. Once I blow that load in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that flavor load. Uh, once that pub mix flavor load just explodes in my mouth, always have regrets, Eddie. Yeah always but right now i'm loving it and right now it sounds great so pub mix <laughs> official snack of the show it's definitely my real treat and it's a real treat so check that out nice all right eddie look it's the end of the show mm-hmm. what do we have to talk about so give money to my son's patreon account and i'm sorry his bus ain't baldrick's <laughs> you want to give money to our patreon account you can do that too patreon.com slash shift share uh, hit us up, save for the show.com slash contact for voicemails. Keep these questions coming. They're amazing and we mm-hmm. love them. But that's it for the show. So, Eddie, so as we're saying goodbye, see oh, what real, I, real quick. Sorry. Yeah. I oh, wanna, yeah. Um, yeah. Give a shout out to my friend Brock. Brock. Um, my boy since like kindergarten, he um, hit me up on Facebook and was like, hey, man, been listening to the show lately. Awesome. Hilarious. Um, down with PGW lifestyle. He lives Love in Rio. It. Um, he works at UNR. Nice. Um, and he said that he thinks Jillian would do the show, so I'm gonna try to hit up really Jillian see see what she says. You know what? Tell her not to do it if she's busy. Yeah. Tell her to tweet it. Yeah. Re- retweet that totally. shit. Yeah, totally. You know she's connected, Eddie. <laughs> I firmly believe. Listen, man, we've been doing this show long enough, and the fact that we get nearly a grand of listeners. Mm-hmm. That to me is, is success enough. Like we either should have ten listeners, zero, or a hundred thousand. <laughs> and the fact that we have a thousand, like we are teetering. Mm-hmm. We're right now. We're at a fucking Jenga, okay. <laughs> and every week we pull out a piece, and then one week we're gonna pull out the right piece, and the whole thing's gonna collapse. <laughs> I mean, that's actually a bad analogy. It sounds yeah. terrible. Uh, and then we're gonna stop doing the show. <laughs> and the show ends, <laughs> and the show's over. Yeah. But no, I feel like we're right there. So yeah, you get Jillian. Yeah. To, to just tweet us or like, I don't know, she probably knows 
major folks. Uh, she she did movies with uh, Jack Black and Seth Rogen. Seth so, Rogen. I mean, come on, yeah. dog. All right. So super shout out to Brock. Yeah. Named after Brock's candies. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> obviously. Does he spell his name B R A C H? He does not. He no. should. It's B Rock. Is, is B Rock. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a great like college name. Yeah. B Rock. I went to the grocery store with my kids the other day and went to that sample bin. Mm-hmm. That's all Brock's, you know, <laughs> Brock's candy. And we got to get a Brock sponsorship and a Gardetto <laughs> sponsorship after this podcast. <laughs> and but, Bertolini's uh, meal in a bag. <laughs> dude, you're you're in. You bring a meal in a bag, bag Gardetto's, and some Brock's hard candy. Oh, man. Those strawberry things. You know what I'm talking about? Those yeah. strawberry candies yes. that only like... The oldest people in the world have in a world of Where the rapper looks like a strawberry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That candy, man. That's what the show is sponsored by now. <laughs> strawberry candy. Oh, my God. So I walked by with my kids. And let me ask you what you would do in this situation. Bonus content mm-hmm. right now. You inspired me, Eddie. So what do you do when your kids say, like, okay, now listen. First of all, they learned this from me. Mm-hmm. Like, we used to go to Winco, which is a grocery store here in Northern California, which has bins of candy. Mm-hmm. And I would always say to them, like, shh. We made, we made like a joke about it. Like, I'd be like, you want one jelly bean? And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, dad. Yeah, dad. And I would sneak them one jelly bean from the bin. And now with my hand, I would use the scoop. Mm-hmm. And even sometimes the people from the grocery store would see us and smile. And my kids would be like, oh, my God, like we're doing something <laughs> naughty. And so now they're older. And we go by these bins, and they're like, Dad, can we have one? Can we take one of these candies, man? And I say, like, oh, it's okay. Just take one. Yeah. Do you consider that stealing? 100%. Do you really? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah, you didn't pay for it, man. All right, fine, <laughs> fine Eddie. I consider it stealing, but I'm, I'm not against it. So yeah. if that makes any difference. Well, some places have a little box where you can put a nickel in, mm-hmm. which is probably more annoying than not. Yeah. You know, but that's that's an old school grocery store. You go to like a Trader Joe's and you say to the guy, are these chips any good? They say, I don't know. Let's find out. And they open the bag of chips Mm -hmm. and you eat it right there. (laughs) And that's why people love that grocery store. But at like a a Raley's or a Save Mart, it's like a prison in there. Yeah. You open a bag of chips in there an alarm goes off and an Mm -hmm. attack dog bites you. (laughs) So, all right. End of bonus content. It wasn't very funny. Sorry, Brock. Shout out to you. All right, show's over, Eddie. Mm-hmm. We're saying goodbye, and every week when we say goodbye, we have a walk-off song mm-hmm. that we like or we enjoy. Better not be Kanye West. <laughs> he is a terrible person with awful a, music. He's a garbage person. He's a garbage person, <laughs> and so is that Beyonce <laughs> with all of her black pride. So, Eddie, this week as we're saying goodbye, what, what song should I be playing? Uh, it's a song by a DJ named uh, Bonobo. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bonobo, yeah. Yes. Um, And it's from the album Black Sands. I had a hard hard time figuring out which song to do, Mm -hmm. but I ended up picking Kong. Like K-O-N-G? K-O-N-G. Okay. Um, The whole album is is a great album. It's great, like, background music. It is. If you're doing work and you just want to have something on, and it's it's really melodic and hip-hop, jazz, electronic influence. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, check it out. It's great. You turned me on to Bonobo, mm-hmm. which I think is also a pair of pants, or like a pants company. It's a or... pair of pants, but it's also a type of primate as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's doing a lot. Yes. So that's really great, and you're exactly right. For cooking or working, it's it's like smooth jazz or Muzak mm-hmm. for cool people. Yeah. It's really good, though. Yeah. Really good. All right. 
Thank you, Thank Eddie, you. very much. So that's it. That's the end of the show. This has been episode 179 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you.